Is there a conspiracy behind the fires in Maui? I'm Floyd Whiting, and you're watching Jackalopes Explore. Welcome to Jackalopes Explore. I'm Floyd Whiting. I'm Aaron Linden. Steve Shuffling. And I'm Emmy Whiting. All right, we are your Jackalopes. We like to take a deep dive into the Jackalope hole to find context to many conspiracy theories and issues affecting our world today. And uh, the issue that we're addressing today certainly is something affecting someone's not just world, their whole life. So I want people to understand we're going to take uh, a very sensitive approach to this issue. Uh, as of this morning, I think, Aaron, you told me the count was up to 111 people. That was the last that I heard before coming in was 111. And this uh, this is lives that have been taken by the Maui fire. And that goes that's on top of how many different homes and how many people's livelihoods are gone. This is an absolute tragedy in the United States. Um, so we're going to address it very sensitively. But one thing that we did want to look at is the conspiracy theories and the misinformation that we see pop up online. It's in this day and age, you've got social media, you've got uh, alternate news sources that people like to try and refer to, uh, finding half-truths and outright lies. And so I think uh, looking down through this, what are the things that we find uh, uh, online to, you know, the cause of the fire, uh, what's really going on over there, how is FEMA really addressing these situations? Uh, the Red Cross comes up in a couple different conspiracy theories. Um, another one, of course, is uh, Hawaiian Electric. Uh, and, and we've got to bear in mind that there are now lawsuits involved in this entire thing. And so we will address those. All right. So we do want to welcome our newest jackalope, Emmy Whiting. She will be bringing a female and a millennial perspective to the conversations from here on out. So welcome, Emmy. Hi. <laughs> uh, for those of you wondering, yes, she is my wife. So it's a family affair here <laughs> at uh, Sheridan Media. Uh, now, what caused the Maui fire? Uh, currently, an investigation is underway uh, to determine what initially sparked these wildfires. And uh, I think the cause has yet to be officially determined, although there has been some pretty intriguing video that has been released and uh, lawsuits have been uh, filed. Hawaiian Electric is Hawaii's largest power company. I think they serve about 95% of that state's resident. They've been accused as of Wednesday in a lawsuit filed by Maui residents of not adequately preparing for uh, wildfires and events such as this. So um, they wanted to point out uh, failure to clear vegetation, which is one thing that I think we will address. Uh, invasive grasses, I feel, played a huge part in the spread of this fire. And it's one thing that uh, I'm talking on, on the other show, uh, Public Pulse, with uh, Christina Schmidt and some other environmentalists on how bad these invasive grasses can be. Not not just there, not the Maui issue, but uh, it, it, we've got the same issue pretty much in every state in the union, invasive right. grasses. Uh, we certainly do here in Wyoming. Um, 
So there has been at least three other lawsuits making similar negligence claims filed by residents against this company. So these are ongoing. These were only, I think, exposed on Wednesday, if I remember correctly. Um, but uh, it, we talked about a, a video that came out recently, and these uh, media reports are suggesting that Maui's first fire was actually likely caused by a down power line and that the power had not been switched off to that line uh, generators kicking back on subsequent fires in the woods uh, the incident was confirmed by sensor data that identified a problem in hawaiian electrics power grid at that exact same time so that's uh, hard 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 to deny um now, locals have also pointed the finger at the lack of federal and state government intervention, uh, which they say includes a Hawaii's water official who reportedly delayed the release of water that landowners wanted to help combat these flames. Uh, I could only imagine. I had heard that uh, in Hawaii, these pumps that supply this water are powered by the grid. So if the grid goes down, you're not getting your water. Uh, I'm not an emergency management official. I'm not a power company official. And I'm not a water guy. But that sounds like a bad system. It sounds like a horrible system. Uh, the, the funny thing about that is, you know, anywhere really should have that backup system. That's why when you look around here and you see the tanks on the hills, that's because it's a gravi gravity fed system so that if the pumps go down, there's still enough pressure coming from high up on the landscape down below to provide to adequate pressure yeah. for fire suppression, drinking water, whatever, because those tanks are filled with treated water. So for them to not have something in place like that is just absolutely ludicrous. And you know, the conspiracies that we can get into are bountiful currently but in all of my research through this there's there's always those little nuggets where you're like ooh you know that that could be something but what my research really has pointed out over the course of all of this because i've watched ad nauseum videos read everything negligence i mean yeah. they were just absolutely ill prepared yes. for this kind of thing and it has been on their radar for like 10 years yeah actually when we were talking about or when i was talking about the invasive grasses mm -hmm. that's something that was brought up multiple times from what i've read uh this grass apparently was uh actually brought over to hawaii uh from uh well non-native hawaiians mm -hmm. is what we'll call them to feed cattle mm -hmm. and and this grass apparently grows very quickly uh and uh i've seen photos of individuals standing next to some of this grass 10 feet high yeah could you imagine 10 feet high grass out there getting dry right now it place it in wyoming that that'd be something that uh, our county officials uh, would address right off the bat because mm -hmm. and maybe it's because we do have to deal with things like this quite right. often but uh, in in my experience you don't leave that type of fuel leaving on the uh, you know laying on the ground because that's all it's going to do as soon as a wind hits that one spark 
Oh, man. It's yeah. gone. It's I mean, gone. look at all the mowing they've been doing Absolutely. on our highways because we got so much rain. Yeah. It mm-hmm. grew so fast, and now we got to account for maybe not having that rain and it drying up. So they're doing so much mowing just up and down almost every week. Absolutely. And and it's just it's bad practice to leave that stuff on mm-hmm. there. And the thing of it is, you know, there used to be sugarcane plantations in right. Hawaii. Uh, sugarcane, pineapple. That, that's what they were known for before. Yeah, at, before globalization. Right. And and all of a sudden it became cheaper to grow sugarcane elsewhere, grow pineapples elsewhere. And these plantations were abandoned. Well, you've got this rich, fertile ground mm-hmm. and that invasive grass got a hold of it and did what grass does and went crazy so uh that is a huge issue um aaron let's dive into some of the conspiracy theories that you've seen because i've seen some really ridiculous ones there's some there's some wacky stuff out there but so for those of you that don't know if you haven't been paying attention to the news cycles so we're talking about maui hawaii in particular lahaina a little town and I do mean pretty little town, very touristy um, because it's on the drier side of the island. People don't necessarily want to go to the northeast side of the island because it tends to be a lot rainier that you think about when you go to Hawaii. Like, oh, man, it's kind of tropical rainforest area. This is a drier part. That's why people like to go there, vacation there, because the weather's always pretty darn nice. It's a town of a population of 13,126 people. Um, interestingly, though, the average humidity, and this comes up in some of the conspiracy theories, is between 65 and 82%. Mm. Their average rainfall is 11 inches a year, average. Interestingly enough, average humidity and rainfall are almost identical to that of Sheridan. Hmm. Is it, right. Well, it's Lahaina kinda, right. means uh, cruel or merciless sun. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Yeah. So you start thinking about, you know, going when we go, oh, it's really humid. It's not that humid. And it's really not that humid there either. And they get about the same amount of rainfall as we do. Now, the other side of the island gets a ton of rainfall, but they're cruel and unyielding sun, basically. So this fire rips through there. And they're estimating 2,200 buildings destroyed. I mean, just wiped out. About $6 billion worth of damage. And one of the conspiracies is it was a direct energy weapon. So there's, there's a video, there's photos going around of what looks to be like a laser beam coming down. And that started the fire because they wanted to get the natives off of the, because it's the vacation spot. They, it's native populated. Yeah. That because the other side, you know, is wetter and, you know, you could grow better stuff over there. So they kind of got forced over to this side. Well, then that became the vacation touristy side. But you've got all these natives, you know, there that are gumming up the works for tourism kind of. So how do you get rid of them? That's the conspiracy. That's never happened ever. Right. right? That's yeah. the thing is colonization. United States doesn't do that. <laughs> Always done that way. <laughs> so... There's this this video, photos going around, but as you and I have talked, and Shref and I, you don't know what's real anymore. Mm-hmm. With AI, with Dolly, with any, you can Photoshop, you can make anything look like anything. Turns out, what was being passed around the internet was actually a time lapse photo of a SpaceX rocket being, you know, from 2018, launched into, right? yeah, launched into outer space. Mm-hmm. But they're like, oh no, 
it was a direct energy weapon and and it's for this big land grab so that's kind of the big thing then Shreff and i have talked about and we actually talked about the photos of cars that were so superheated that their rims melted like ice cream onto the pavement well when i first saw that i thought I didn't know what happened yet. I thought like a volcano had gone off and part of the lava or right. something I mean, happened right there. It's, I mean, it's an impressive looking photo and people are like, oh man, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. And I was like, I've never seen that before. Well, it turns out in Tennessee during one of their wildfires, there were tons of photos like that. Mm-hmm. Average temperature of a wildfire at ground level up to about three to four feet off of the base of whatever it is, the floor of the o- or the floor of the ocean that'd be interesting that'd really be fun <laughs> the floor of the uh, forest or off the road whatever is about 1472 degrees fahrenheit those metal rims will melt at 1221 degrees fahrenheit so it's not uncommon but no. it's a sensationalized photo where they're like oh this doesn't just happen man yeah it was a microwave it was a laser burst well yeah, it's an impressive photo, but no, you don't have to have a do, as they're calling it, direct energy weapon, to cause that kind of a... No, it's 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 common. Everything right. has a melting point. Absolutely. Yeah. But it looks like melted ice cream that used to be a rim from right. a car. It's, it looks wild. It does look absolutely wild. That. And yeah. you go, okay, well, if those melted, why are the cars still there? So then yeah. that lends into more conspiracy theories. Why are the trees theories. still behind it? Why are there still trees behind it? Exactly. Right. Because in a lot of those photos, especially on Front Street, that's one of the photos that you're seeing that's been more popularized where it's just the apocalyptic looking, all the cars on the road there, and we'll get into why those were there. But why are there trees right there? You go, oh my gosh, if it's burning at 1,400 degrees... You would think trees would just instantaneously pop. Right, you know, it's we've called flashpoint. Yeah. Exactly. So that's that's one of those things where I'm looking at that going, okay, that is piquing my interest a little bit. But to individuals who, are... who fight like wildfires quite a bit. I mean, I've 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 seen photos and video of you know these wildfire fighters standing off to the side, and in front of them is like a massive fire plume. That just looks like it's the surface of the sun. Right. Um, you can be so many feet away from a lot of heat. You know, I've seen an individual walk up. Granted, he was in an asbestos suit, but walk up, take photos of, of no, lava photo. flowing yeah. around. Take samples of flowing. I mean, you don't need to be that close for, for a flashpoint to happen. But at the same time, it's probably a lot further than what people think. Mm-hmm. Plus, you've got other environmental things coming into play here. Yeah, What was the wind at? Was it carrying the heat somewhere else? So the wind, actually, because Hurricane Dora was blowing through at the time. And so then that lends itself into some conspiracy theories because it's like, well, it's a hurricane. It's blowing, you know, rain and whatever. Yes, it is, but it was also blowing upwards of 80 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Well, Which is crazy with fire. Well, right. It's yeah. jet fuel, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Jet fuel. And so the the amount of rain probably never touched down. I mean, it was just instantly vaporized before it got there. Yeah. It's the wind speeds that were the real issue. Um, so they think it was a direct energy weapon that they burned it out because they wanted to be able to move the natives out of there in a basically a massive land grab so then you start hearing theories on black rock and um 
Vanguard. Black, Black Rock. Black Rock. So Black Rock is... Black Rock's a lot of things. We could do an entire show on Black Rock, but one of the things that they do... Huh? Direct energy weapon. Mm. Dio. One of the things that they do is they, go, they run around and they buy real estate as part of their portfolio. And they're well known as going into very depressed areas, buying stuff for cents on the dollar, going in, cleaning it all up, and making it into now the next big thing. The next vacation destination. Like spot, vacation yeah. destination, housing, high-end manufacturing. Condos, manufacturing. Mm-hmm. So th- there's a lot going on around those two things about this land grab. Because what ultimately ends up happening is FEMA comes in, right? And they say, we need you to sign these forms. And what the form basically says is, if your land is inhabitable, you'll get it back. If we deem it inhabitable, we keep it. Or we say, okay, well, in order for you to live there again, here's all the environmental cleanup that you're going to have to do. Because you start looking at what burned carpet, wood, paint, whatever. Then that gets put out with water. It gets into the ground surface and they go, well, if you want to be able to actually inhabit this area under the Environmental Protection Act, it's going to cost whatever, $300,000 to clean that up. Well, you're an island native. Do you have 300000 to clean that up? Probably not. So you go, well, I can't do that. They go, well, then we'll take it off your hands mm-hmm. and we'll do it at this price. That I can see. But there was also, uh, I think a few months ago, there was talk about a rezoning project. Mm-hmm. This area cannot be rezoned unless a natural disaster occurs. Correct. And then the city council just occurs. passed that like three months ago, I mm-hmm. think. Wow. And then all of a sudden, boom, here we are. So... Again, I don't necessarily believe in coincidence, but when you start stacking all this stuff up and you look at the history, there could be By law, can there. FEMA take their land? I I don't know. I don't think they can. Uh, it ha- One of the big things that people were citing, and I didn't have time to fact check this, was during Katrina. And that's why most of those neighborhoods still look like they did back then. Mm-hmm. Because they got a hold of it. They're just probably waiting for BlackRock or Vanguard or somebody to come in, offer it to them because they've got the money. Either the federal government has money or these big conglomerations of real estate owners have the money to get contractors in there, mitigate it the way that they want it to be done or not, but at least put it on paper and make the next destination. I want to. I, I would like. Uh, I would like to know if FEMA actually did that in up. Katrina. And I would like to know if FEMA can legally do that, because it doesn't sound like they'd be. I saw a that, picture that seems of a like contract. a hell of an overreach. Now, I mean, the federal government's always trying to get land. Oh, mm-hmm. right. We we've got an Especially issue with the land BLM. like this. Was, yeah, yeah. It's just going to bring gorgeous, up the gorgeous issue with area. the BLM. Yep, we've we've got an issue with the BLM right here in our own cowboy state, mm-hmm. uh, trying to seize uh, blatantly, according to our senator blatant land grab Mm -hmm. of 1.8 million acres Mm -hmm. here as if the federal government didn't own enough of wyoming land so i mean i i get it i i totally understand that but i want to know if legally they can do this if legally they have done this it did this happen in katrina where did that land end up who's who's under control of it what agency is actually in charge of this thing because is it fema because fema is not a land agency they're an emergency response team right that's the only thing that they're supposed to be doing 
Mm -hmm. um, if FEMA is somehow acquiring land, I want to know why. I want to know how much they have and what circumstances did they get it and uh, how are they legally getting away with it. Now, if somebody came in and basically said, look, your land uh, due to this fire is, is toxic, I would think that there should be a government agency that goes in there and helps these individuals clean this up. That's what that's my what government, happen. yeah, yeah. That's that's what I would want. Uh, I don't know if that's what's going to happen, but uh, you know, when it comes to federal aid, uh, that obviously, hopefully, will be given to these individuals quickly. Um, part of that would be cleanup. Or I would think. And if it's not just here, yeah. $700. Yeah, no, we're here. I'm sending a team. Yeah. We're going to help clean up this town. Right. We're going to get this thing back up and going. Because in my opinion, this is great for the economy. I mean, it, from the sounds of it, this little town, you know, was was pumping how, how much money per year into the Hawaiian economy. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, tourism, man. I think, tourism is their number is one thing, insane. right? Yeah. They, I, I saw it, and it varied, but up to four to six million tourists annually. Now, I'm not going to say that this type of thing hasn't happened in the past, because obviously it has. But what I would say is, it, can we prove that this is happening? Can we put it all down in paper? And can we basically take this to a judge and say... What the hell? Right. How, how is this legally happening to these people? Um, I, bottom line, in, in my world right now, that's the number one question I want to know. I want, I want an answer. Is well, I'm this glad the, the governor came out and said, hey, there's a freeze on all home sales, real estate sales, stuff like that. Because people, families that just lost everything, have nowhere to go, have no money. We're getting phone calls from all over the rest of the country saying, hey, we will give you Yeah, this. and then you get Johnny Rich Dickhead yeah. jump yeah. in there and say, right. I'll take this we'll land this off your hands. Right. Yeah. We'll, we'll put you up in a house. And stuff exactly. like capitalizing on tragedy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's capitalizing on tragedy. And we talked about that a little bit before mm -hmm. the show that even if there isn't a conspiracy behind it, the results look like a conspiracy was behind it. Right. Because you've got Oprah down there, right? Running around buying land. She's been buying land for a long mm -hmm. time. She owns, I saw two different numbers, 1,000 acres, 1,200 acres, right? On Maui. Lahaina is 1,600 acres. So, I mean, she owns as almost as much town or as much land as this town sat on. Mm -hmm. So, and it's like, this massive land buy as these so, things so, come up. And her property sits just on the outskirts of this and it was untouched. And Oprah, Will Smith, Lady Gaga, um, oh, who else? There's a bunch of people. So is this conspiracy theory like lumping all these celebrities into this? Is so like they were not on the island at the time, which, so I why? Mean, yeah, I mean, why, she has, a, she has a place on yes. Waikiki too, yeah. you know, like by the beach there and or by Diamond Head, I guess. But um it's just all those things is what's fueling these people's right conspiracy theory then for to further it even more and I, you know uncle joe he he's kind of not a wordsmith and he said that the government is laser focused on getting aid to survivors which absolutely blew up the internet oh gosh because <laughs> of, a, of a turn thing. of phrase it's just a turn of phrase but that's the kind of stuff that leads credence to conspiracy theories because oh it's a freudian slip 
he said laser focused yeah. and, it, and it could have been a laser and it's like okay guys easy this is dancing into but, the into the realm of of uh marjorie taylor green's space lasers from israel right right like, right yeah and so you know you got her saying space lasers from israel you got him saying laser focus was it a laser i don't think so is but this, it's all this weird stuff is this that, the q on people grabbing a hold of this no i think it's just <laughs> That's people the internet in general. Is it? it's the internet in general seriously i mean okay. it's just people putting together different parts of the puzzle and coming. And that's what I've said since the get go. This is my favorite part of conspiracy theories is somebody going, Marjorie Taylor Greene said this, Biden said that we've got a picture of a late. It's got to be, yeah. you know, and, and they, they can put enough stuff together that you go, that's a good story. Is it accurate? I, Right, Who it's knows? like they're but grabbing great puzzle story. pieces that don't fit. They're right. trying. But you jam it in there, Tony. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. cutting it up to make sure. That yep, just got to cut it up a little bit. It's also that kind <laughs> of Get them horrible facts out there. Where they, within 24 hours, I think it was, they said, well, we're going to build back better. We're going to build a smart city. We're going to build the 15-minute yeah. city. It's all going to be electric. It's all going to be this. It's all going to be, be governed by AI. Governed by AI. All Who, within... when, you, when you say they, who? Who said this? These have been plans in, in the works, supposedly, for a while. And they Hawaii. just had a meeting. Uh, they. Who was they? Uh, government meeting. Yeah, it's, a, it's, councils. it's an environmental and electric renewable energy thing. And so, they're actually meeting there, or we're supposed to, this September, like a few weeks from now. So is that including any of the... Hawaiian natives, or is this all just random people this coming into is their island and government random people mm -hmm. from big government agencies That's that are right. just <laughs> wanting to go to the island yeah. because it's such a beautiful place yeah. and oh no, it's gone. Yeah. Okay, but so, wait now. According to this this same conspiracy theory, this is something that uh, was basically what beta tested in Katrina, right? And yet that nothing is happening with that land. You said you said if we go There's there today, it looks that are, that are happening. I was some at, of those other depressed areas, nothing's happened. I mean, I, those houses are still ruined mm -hmm. sitting there. I was one of of two individuals who was allowed from the state of Wyoming to go and walk around in the Ninth Ward. That can't look the exact same that it did when I was there. There's just no yeah, way. Not. It. I mean, that looked like like a bomb went off. Mm -hmm. and, you know, it, it it that was ground zero where the levee broke. The big difference. Though to that is, so the people there may not have been what you would consider like upwardly mobile. Like they may not have had a lot of money to go anywhere else. No, the Ninth Ward was known for poverty. Yeah. Right. But they're contiguous to 48 other states. Like they can get the hell out of there. These people can't. No, they're they're stuck the on an there. island, on a literal they're island. They're literally, you fly out, boat out. I highly doubt it. Mm -hmm. But they're stuck there. That's the big difference is in Katrina, it was horrible. Absolutely. This is horrible. But they could they could go to a friend in Alabama or our neighbors for a long time, for three years, came up from down there because they, they were like, we got to get out of here. Mm -hmm. So that stuff can sit and just be decimated because they just left. They said, screw it. I took my insurance claim money and I'm just getting out of here because I don't want to go through this again. These poor folks lost everything and they can't go anywhere. Yeah. So that's that's one of the big problems in in this situation. I think that also makes the worst part of like the problem of us versus them, like Hawaiian natives versus everybody else. Right. This even makes that like much worse. Absolutely. People already yeah. want our land, people already want this. You come here vacation. 
yes, it's good for the economy, but you trash the place while you're mm-hmm. here. Oh, look at the grass you brought with, with yeah. you when you first right, showed because up. you want cows, so you this can This just separates steak. that barrier even more. And mm-hmm. they, you know, they're not culturally knowledgeable about mm-hmm. the natives, and they come there and they, yeah. you know, they're not even aware of what they're doing. It's yeah, it, destructive. Like those individuals who uh, were vacationing on the beach that so many people had suffered on just days prior, yeah. I, I heard about that. And, uh, you know, I, I haven't seen photos of this. I haven't seen video. But if people were really doing that, yeah, my so, God, my God, I won't say I won't I won't be say a human who, being. Well, yeah, you should be a human being. But that's part of what we've talked about is most of the planet isn't anymore, which is sad. Mm-hmm. But there's a musician um, that was popular 70s, 80s, whatever, that has a house down there. And said, oh, my gosh, you know, my house is safe and that's great. But the destruction, it's so horrible. And to make matters worse, my niece and her husband were taking their son there for before school for a much needed vacation. And now they had to cancel. I'm oh, like, yeah, that's worse. making it oh much worse. Your, your rich niece didn't get to have her vacay. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, bodies are flowing in, yeah. the, ocean. in the ocean. Yeah, they haven't yeah. even got the count yet. Thirty miles up. Yeah. yeah, thirty miles up the shore. There was someone that it's a famous town in France and a hotel chain. Mm-hmm. We'll just say that they were vacationing up there. Still are, just hanging out, having a great time. Having people still wait on them, having people like it's well, yeah, because these natives still have to work, they still have to go and earn money. I mean, it's just the you whole know, thing and, is and that's true too. Yeah, uh, you know, it's easy to come down on you know, town in France, hotel chain, but at the same time, town in France, hotel chain has a lot of money, right? And if you're gonna start forking that out to workers. Let's, you know, let's hope she tips big. I really doubt it, but let's right. hope. So, but at least you have people down there like Bezos, right? He's got mm-hmm. a house down there. He just gave a hundred million dollars. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't That's you? That's like a hundred bucks. You're a landowner. Yeah. You're, you're, you are part That's of literally this. literally the yeah. least you can do. Absolutely. Take care of your neighbors. Yeah. Yes. Right. But this literally now is the deadliest disaster in the U.S. in the last century, surpassing the 2018 campfire that destroyed Northern California in the town of Paradise, killing mm. 85. You know, this I, is insanely. I don't. I don't think from the photos and the videos that come across the news that you can fully understand well, how devastating this was. This is 1,600 acres leveled, yeah. gone. People yeah. on uh, social media, like TikTok and stuff, are saying the news. Yes, they're trying to cover this, but they're hardly seeing anything. We're there, we're seeing hundreds of people dead, mm-hmm. and it, none of that's being covered. I, like, there's limited coverage because you could only have so many people there, but and it's horrible. But that also feeds into the conspiracy of they're not letting anybody in. They put up a 10 mile radius around this thing, nobody in, nobody out. And now there's more fires where more people have to get out. Wait a minute. So they put up a radius around this thing, and yet there were people taking vacation on that beach. Yeah. Before the radius was put up. Yep. Okay, that well, was before the radius. That was before, yeah. but, okay. you know, where, you know, France hotel chain is, is 30 miles from there. Right. So, you know, that doesn't affect certain people, I guess. But, so they put up this 10-mile radius. They had closed down aid stations, certain aid stations. All of the supplies are there. There's one police gentleman out there that says, 
we're shutting this down. There's hundreds of people waiting for supplies. And they're like, who's shutting it down? He said, the powers that be. Who what, is that? What does that mean? Wasn't yeah. that used a lot in like the 30s and 40s yeah. before shit really kicked off? The powers that be. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. So then there's videos of people running from boats on jet skis to the shore to hand people supplies, bottled water, canes. Because, I mean, nobody showed up. Coast Guard didn't show up for a long time. Nobody showed up to this thing. The sirens. The sirens never went off because uh, the energy chief, Herman Andaya, who now since resigned because of this shit show. Not energy, but the emergency manager. Emergency. Manage- emergency manager. Yes. Yeah. A part of that... I kind of get, but I have questions on. Exactly. What was his excuse? He his was excuse afraid was, he was going to send people into the fire because they thought it was a hurricane out of the they're ocean. They're mostly right? used for tsunamis. Right. So if people thought there was like a tsunami, they would they run, run higher into they the They would hills. head inland. Yeah. But the, I'm guessing, I don't know, the, are these the same alarms that go off when North Korea decides to lob bombs over and then they turn these on for that? Exactly, because it was uh, Jim Carrey actually was in, I think he was in Waikiki at the time, when that emergency phone system went off. It's kind of like the Amber Alert. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets out. it. Yep. And he sat on the beach and he's like, well, I'm just going to enjoy this because there's nothing I can do. Turns out it was a false alarm. But every island freaked out because everybody got that message. Why that. couldn't they use yeah. that system for this? Furthermore, the picture that you see of all those cars on Front Street are there because during everybody trying to get the heck away from this thing, Hawaiian Electric showed up, blocked the road with their rigs, clearing down power lines and starting to replace poles. You're replacing poles in the midst of a fire coming? This is- And in the midst of a hurricane on its way? Exactly. So again, this is one of those situations where we're looking at what I feel, and I think you said it as well. Negligence. This is negligence, ill preparedness, um, which is bad decision making. I've been in meetings for emergency meetings, like cities, counties, and they think about what are the top five things that could happen here. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's got to be one of them. And it was a complete breakdown of, oh, of communication and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that's the same thing that happened in Katrina. A complete breakdown over communication, emergency response, uh, providing aid and relief to these individuals. I, it's it's great to think that somewhere, somehow, we've got all this stuff just waiting to go, right? But I really don't think that's what it is. The part that breaks my heart is that's what FEMA's there for. Mm-hmm. What is FEMA doing? Do we know? Like, besides apparently asking people for their land? Um, people were also saying, hey, there's their emergency supplies. I can see them. But they're not giving them out. Why why do I not have them? Okay, so is it, and the thing of it is, um, while I was at Katrina, this is one thing I do want people to know. I'm not making an excuse for anybody who's just deciding not to feed people. Mm -hmm. But there are mitigating circumstances around any situation. While at Katrina, we had heat. I mean, there was no power. We had generators going all the time. There were well over a thousand troops in the convention center. I got to keep those troops moving, going healthy. Uh, to do that, we need ice. Okay. Cause it's so hot down there and you've got no refrigeration. All of your water was iced. And to do that, they had 
trucks, refrigerated trucks that were pushed in there with ice in bags ready to go. You went there in the morning, you picked up your ice for your unit and you, you beat feet. And our unit was lucky, 1041st out of the state of Wyoming. We went there uh, and, and ended up doing relief and cleanup. And I say that's lucky because I, I didn't get stuck under a bridge with a gun. But during this whole thing, people start, we were there for 30 days. People slowly started to return to the city. When they would return to the city, they would maybe get back to their house, back to their business and realize nothing's on. And I've got kids. What do I do now? So we put a guard on that ice 24 mm -hmm. hours a day, seven days a week. And when families would come up and ask for ice, our guards were under orders to tell them no. You cannot have this. It was not there for them. I had to take care of the troops, right? That's the U.S. Army's explanation. Is it good? Right. Sorry, but yeah. So people, I got to take care of my troops and because they're there to provide relief. My troops are not there to become part of the problem. Which is totally understandable, but think about they obviously don't have enough supplies there then in the first place, and they need to really work their asses off to get those supplies there versus right. just... Agreed basically dangling a carrot in front of them like i have all this yeah Look people this, just spent you all can't night have it. in yeah. the ocean yeah. to get away from the fire who still had to deal with the smoke and they finally get in land and like houses are gone mm -hmm. we have nothing there's that why can't i have that exactly. here to help me so that's got to be hard yeah yeah, it's yeah. and i totally so get difficult. that i totally get that mm -hmm. okay because if it was my kids in that backseat mm -hmm. oh, yeah. one of our troops from wyoming mm -hmm. did give out a ice to a family and he almost got an article 15 uh not from us but mm -hmm. from the command that we were under while we were over there yeah they wanted to issue him an article 15 if you don't know what that is it's a huge punishment in the u.s military and so basically our captain stood up and said fine we're done we're not going to guard your ice anymore my unit can be used elsewhere and so she refused to you know give up a troop for that but she also stopped that article 15 for those who are curious wasn't Katrina an epic failure for FEMA at the time, too? It took them forever to get stuff mm -hmm. there. Once they got it there, they didn't have the proper channels to get seven it Seven days out. to get to the super, Superdome. It, exactly. it is a huge black eye so, on the Bush administration. Here's the thing again, though, is so think what you want about FEMA, Red Cross. I mean, we could get into those at some point. But you think it took them seven days to get that there. And we're all together. This is far away. Mm -hmm. For those that don't know, it's out in the middle of the ocean. Like, I mean, it takes a while to get there mm -hmm. on a jet. Seven, nine hours from LAX. I mean, it's a ways out there. There are literally, and, and the times that I've been there, it's frightening how prevalent it's become in my mind. They are literally a one-day society. Yeah. They have enough stuff to operate for a day without ships and planes coming in. Mm -hmm. Other than that, it's over. So something like this, I mean, devastating. Yes. This is why I tell people like states and people and civilians is like, yo-yo, you're on your own. Mm -hmm. Like you need to be a, at least a little prepared to take care of a bad winter storm, a fire. Like, mm -hmm. And in this case, take care of your family. Their preparedness. I mean, there were a lot of people that were out there with hoses. There was no, no water. water. Yeah. Like they were prepared maybe, but yeah. the government let them down. Well, Weird. see, again, here we go. Well, on a power grid, mm -hmm. okay, that uh, that failed 
Okay. This is like Texas all over again. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Where we're looking at a power grid and infrastructure that everyone's given us the thumbs up for. One natural disaster happens in an area, and all of a sudden we realize, wow, maybe we don't have our shit together. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe we aren't as prepared as we thought we were. So uh, real quick, I want to switch over. Um, Emmy has done a little bit of research on how conspiracy theories are born out of tragedies like this well it's more so why why are some people willing to believe conspiracy theories and it's for i I took most of my information from an american psychological association um article so uh just starts out with people can be prone to believe in conspiracy theories due to a combination of personality traits and motivations including relying uh, strongly on their intuition, feeling a sense of antagonism and super- superiority towards others and perceiving threats in their environment. So right now with what we're talking about, obviously it's a perceived threat and oh, yeah. everybody's scared and instantly goes into, well, why did this happen? And sometimes, sometimes there isn't a reason beyond that a fire started, right. you know, yeah. which who knows? I don't know what I believe, but Sometimes there is no other reason other than a fire started. <laughs> or right. Sometimes the easiest or, explanation yeah. is the explanation. Yes. Outcomes razor. I think exactly. as Americans, it's easier to be like, uh, this is tragic. This can't happen in America. It's easier just to say, it's a conspiracy. This was brought on right. us. We, mm-hmm. we Everybody we wants an explanation. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. We're too good to have missed the mark on this one. Yeah. yeah. I just want to throw two more quick things in there. The same police chief that was there during the Las Vegas shooting in 2017 is now the police chief in Maui, in Lahaina. Um, He's the first non-Hawaiian to hold the position. So there's a lot of people glomming onto that. Tragedy Mm -hmm. Vegas, tragedy here. This guy's involved. What's going on? So watch for that. The other thing, watch this to become more and more weaponized as global warming, global climate change, whatever, pole shift, something, they're going to use this as that. They're just going to. You because think so? Oh, 100%. It because right, it's going to serve both sides of the coin. Right now, the first time in like forever, we have had a hurricane going in towards like Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Yeah. That's my new favorite thing to ask people. Remember the last time the hurricane hit Los Angeles? And they're like, no. I'm like, because it never has happened. It, things are changing. Mm-hmm. Well, Is I think, it weather yeah. control? I don't think it's weather. I, I think I think we're living in uh, a day and age that uh, scientists have told us was on the way since the 1970s. Mm-hmm. We did nothing about it. We did nothing about mm-hmm. it. When I was a little boy, I can remember sitting in my desk first grade and reading a weekly reader and reading about how pollution was changing the world around us. But on the flip side of that, like in 19... 19- 80-something. You'd have to go back and look. Front cover Time Magazine was a picture of the globe with ice dripping off of it and said, we're going into the next ice age. I think it's all cyclical. I think things are happening, though, at an advanced, I don't want to call it program, but it might be. Um, But things that just, I mean, we've never seen before. There have been five tropical storms that have hit L.A., but they've never been categorized as a hurricane. This is being categorized as a hurricane. Mm-hmm. Some may say appropriately named Hillary. Um, others would not. But it's just one of those bizarre things where we're seeing things on a scale that we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And that 
is the bigger conspiracy? What what is that? What is going on? Is it cyclical? Is it just natural patterns that the earth goes through, accelerated kind of by man? I, I don't know, but it's it's frightening. When you have this many disasters that in our lifetimes, mm-hmm. it didn't seem to used to be like that. But we you also know, but continue we, to live through once in a lifetime events every, every single week. <laughs> right. <laughs> like every week. I'm but tired of it. Yes. <laughs> you got you gotta look at every single climate scientist isn't in on the goddamn conspiracy, man. I know, but we said but when that they, it would but, take so many people to cover up aliens and they had a congressional hearing. That's that's the part that freaks me out. But is, everyone Including other ones in other countries, including other ones under other administrations, including other, other ones gotten reports to their governmental agencies on UFOs and nobody did anything about it. We've Was got it the global? government right now doing this huge push, this huge push for green. And Steve, you and I have talked about this. I think it's farther down the shithole than what they want us to I think know. Peak oil's mm-hmm. way I think yep. we are in up to our necks and the government has finally, because of their interests with companies. Okay. Mm-hmm. We live in a capitalist economy. Mm-hmm. Just accept the fact that your government is working for the companies and not for you. Mm-hmm. That's the way it goes. I agree. Sorry, but that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. They're going to look at big corporations. They're going to bail them out with your tax money. They're going to give tax cuts to the rich. Silicon Valley bank. So that they, <laughs> so that they can take care of the people who make them money. Okay. Now, that being said, they've taken care of these oil industries, these plastic industries, these gas industries for so many years that I think an administration finally got in there who finally said, we're not going to, we're not going to. Mm-hmm. So we're going to spend how much in American tax dollars to try and shift all of this way too goddamn fast. Way too fast. We should have been doing this stuff slowly over the last three decades. Oh, but now, at least. But now someone yeah. somewhere is talking to somebody else, justifying spending hundreds of billions of dollars to do this. And they can sit there and they can argue over the fact that, well, we don't agree with you doing this. Well, we are going to do it anyway. They can do that all day long. It's still being done. Or we okay. have to because everyone's about to find out. It doesn't matter. Exactly. That's, Until but, finally they look at you and they say gas is $25 a gallon. Right. But now what are you going to do? Isn't that the funny thing, though, that kind of all of the pushes are, oh, crap, we, yeah, we can't control the narrative anymore. They're going to find out. So we, we got to get ahead of this So thing. you try to get ahead of it. Yeah. But what is another explanation for that? That they're all just crazy? That all these scientists, that all these industry leaders who are trying to go green, they're just nuts. They just see a big money grab. All those climate scientists were paid for and covered up and said, hey, that's nonsense for how many years by the big oil companies. And that, that, if I remember correctly, is there's plenty of evidence for that. Climate scientists have come forward, but the oil and gas industries have paid them. Shut your mouth. Mm-hmm. While we do this, yeah. global warming. Even people from within the oil companies were saying, "Hey, climate's changing. We need to do something about it." And we we haven't, and that's been paid off to make more money. I mean, think about it, man. The polar ice caps melting—that's just good business. Mm-hmm. I can't build an oil rig in the middle of a glacier, but I can in an ocean. And there's oil under there, especially down south. You can almost guarantee that. There's a lot of oil down there, but we can't get to it. Allowing this global warming thing to go through, 
eh, you can let it go for a little while. I'll make some money on it. Some wildfires will happen. Some floods will happen. Some people will die. It happens every day. Again, capitalizing on tragedy. Capitalizing on tragedy. But that, and again, kind of where I had brought that from is that's where the conspiracies come from. Because mm-hmm. they go, well, all these people made this money or this town now became all hotels and condos and restaurants and fun stuff. And the natives are being pushed out. There had to be something behind it. Mm-hmm. It'd be Everybody to look back five years from now and see, did these people get helped? Right. Or are these now hotels? Oh, I can almost predict where that's all going to go. Yeah. There, there are people who, like, look, the relief uh, individuals that are over there, the majority of them are earning a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're, they're not all there out of the kindness of their heart. Some are. Some are. Some I'm are. not going to yeah, say yeah, all are. of them. Some are their free will helping out. And God bless every one of those people. But relief workers are paid. Soldiers are paid. Right. Here's our one chance, like to say, like, hey, we're gonna help out native people, native to Hawaiian or whatever. Mm-hmm. Here's our one chance to do that. I, I hope it happens. I, I would love to see that. I, I hope, hope it happens, happens too, yeah. because there's already so much tension, and yeah. rightfully so. And then this just, you know, makes natives be like, yep, they really don't give. A Here crap they come about again. This. Like, yep. Yep. if it doesn't happen, then. Yeah, then you you already don't have much trust in anything. Right. Then, then that just have, pushes you away. I'm going to go do my right. own thing. I'm going to yeah. take care of ourselves. They have every right not to tr- trust the United States as a whole compared yeah. to, you know, just They Hawaii. were like, hey, yeah. let's ask Japan. Japan loves us. They love Hawaii. They do. We'll go ask Japan for help. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're like, why would we ask our country for help? Because there's Which nothing. Is, they're not doing so anything. Yeah. Flipping sad. It's right. so hard. That's where I want my tax money going. Yes. Right. Is for yeah. things like this. You don't need to pump another hundred billion dollars into Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fix your own home first. There was one guy saying, Of course they're not gonna help us. We don't start with the letter U. Like, right. Um, so hopefully we can get some help over there. Mm-hmm. I think ultimately that should be our focus. The aid of the Hawaiian people right now. And be careful. I mean, please, this is, I'm kind of pleading with you guys. Do your research before you just randomly start donating mm-hmm. to Red Cross. Uh, former President Obama set up a fund. We all know what happened with the Clintons and the Haitian earthquake money. Do your research. See what there's grassroots funds out there. Actually, I want to give a shout out to Maui Brewing Company. They started Grassroots Fund. The money that they collect is going to go directly to the inhabitants of Maui, Mm -hmm. the native inhabitants of Maui. There's a lot of money grabs. There was a book two days later. There was a book two days later that was published two days after this, 46 pages. Mm -hmm. It's an AI written book. And this guy's notorious. He's written like 12 books in the last year through AI. Because he just types in a question and it fills in itself. Give me me 48 pages on this. It's not a writer. No, it's not. But so just please do your research on where that money is going Mm -hmm. before you start giving. Out of the goodness of your hearts, people want to donate. They want to do what they can to help. But don't just Namby Pamby, go. Oh well, I I'll, I'll give a hundred bucks to Red Cross or what? Do some research. Please. Yeah, make sure it's going to the right places versus just you know just lining the, the overall, pockets. Yeah, the overall corporations. Make sure it's actually going to the people who need it. And there's greedy bastards out there who sneak away with millions of dollars in instances like this because it's mm-hmm. hard to keep track of all this, right? right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I agree with Aaron. And another thing that I would actually plead with people is uh, don't just share 
information on social media because uh, wow that looks really cool that looks like a laser hitting the ground right this is probably what happened how long did it take me to debunk that picture that laser photo has been out there for like 10 years yeah yeah it's right. it's been out there for years it's it's but somebody found an explanation somebody found a reason to put it up there they start, yeah. all they had to do was caption Reverse it was something horrible image right. search is great yep yep <laughs> i would Check like to <laughs> if if anybody that's really interested in this and has done research on this has any comment leave it in the comment section as to why all the car doors were shut because that's this this weird thing that people have glommed when you're on getting to. out why do you shut when your all these people are in a panic to get out of their cars and jump into the ocean why is every car door shut? You said there was high wind from a hurricane? But it, What it direction be, was the wind that, blowing? Maybe that was it. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it would have been blowing the other way and ripped the doors off. I don't know. But if somebody does know that, I would love to find out because that's one of those weird things that all these internet sleuths have mm -hmm. glommed onto that nobody really has an explanation for. Are any of these internet sleuths individuals who were feet on the ground there? There's a couple of guys on Twitter that are feet on the ground that have been residents there for a long time and check out some of their stuff because they're bringing up a lot of questions that don't have really solid answers. Mm -hmm. Well, this is a horrible tragedy. Uh, our hearts are with you, people of uh, Maui, people of Hawaii. Uh, I hope that number that we talked about at the beginning doesn't climb any higher than it already has. No matter how you feel about these conspiracies, no matter how you feel about the federal government, first and foremost, think about the people involved in this. Think about the, the mothers, the fathers, the children, the, the grandparents, the sisters and brothers who were over there. Um, those should come first, above, it, above and beyond anything else. Well, and, and I think what we really need to remember, too, is in my world, it's not natives versus non-natives it's not lander you know mainlanders yep. versus islanders we're americans people and we got to start getting back to that exactly mm -hmm. it Every doesn't matter what color you are where you were born what your preference is in anything you're here you're american let's all start freaking acting like it mm -hmm. exactly and that's a beautiful note to end on amy how do you feel about your first show pretty sad now but <laughs> <laughs> well yeah yeah it's a, it was a sad subject yeah but, but it's it's worth talking about yeah so. absolutely yeah. absolutely all right you've been watching jackalopes explore <laughs>